This is Invincible Career. I'm Larry Cornett. I'm going to share some tough love today. Since I can't tailor this message to each of you, it will address some of the common patterns of behavior that I've observed over my very, very long life. If you've been following my newsletter or reading my Medium articles for the past few years, you are going to find out that this is a departure from my usual polite writing. So I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance to my more gentle listeners. They may not want to hear this. Perhaps you should skip this episode. Uh, Go read something from the archives. I link that if you go up to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. Plenty of stuff to read. Lots, lots of material. Uh, Well over 254 issues if you'd like to read something else. And just catch up next week. So for the rest of you who are still listening and you're staying around... I'm not going to be my usual nice Midwestern self. Um, Grew up in Nebraska, so I was raised to be polite, exceedingly kind, and um, not share stuff like this, not talk like this. If you ask someone how they're doing, they say, fine, how are you doing? Fine. But it seems like being kind all of the time doesn't work with everyone. Sometimes you have to be a little more raw, more honest, a little, a little brutal with the truth. And I guess this was sparked by hearing a whole lot of whining and complaining lately on social media, real life. Just been hearing tons of excuses. You know, folks saying, I can't find time to do what I know I should be doing. I know I should do it. I know what to do. I just can't find time to do it. Or I don't have the extra money to invest in myself. I want to do it. I know I should do it. I just, I just can't afford it. Or my boss, my coworker, my friend, lover, or whoever else I want to use as an excuse this week. They're the real problem. It's not me. So if you get offended easily, you probably shouldn't listen to the rest of this episode. Move on. Go online, scream at somebody on Twitter instead. That's a good use of your time. If you'd like to make excuses, whine, complain about how hard life is, and refuse to accept personal responsibility, what I have to say may upset you. You may not even hear this. You may not even read this newsletter that I published because some folks uh, ignore it. I don't know why. By the way, if you're one of those folks that get the newsletter and you never read it, uh, why get it? Just go ahead and unsubscribe. That actually would do me a favor. I'd appreciate it. I would rather have a hundred loyal listeners, loyal readers, People who really want to read and listen to what I'm putting together, invest in themselves, engage with me, you know, get my advice and feedback, ask me questions, let me know what you want to read, let me know what you want to hear. 
I'd rather have a hundred folks like that than thousands of people who don't care and won't even bother to try something new. All right. I'm done ranting. (laughs) I'm going to start with the tough love. So first you have enough time. We all have the same time in the day. You have the same 24 hours a day and seven days a week that every single one of your heroes has. The people you look up to. So why are they getting ahead? Why are they succeeding in their personal lives and professional lives when you're lagging behind? Or if you feel like you're lagging behind? You can go ahead and eliminate the few people that were born with money or great opportunity simply because of who they are. Just ignore those few lucky freaks. Focus on the ones who were born with nothing. Think about the people who had a normal life, kind of grew up with an average life, but somehow turned it into something extraordinary. What did they do differently? They focused. They made the most of every day. They know that time is the most precious asset they own, and they invest it wisely. They don't waste it on stupid crap or stupid people. You have enough time. You're choosing to kind of fritter it away. Or you're not focused and prioritizing your time on the right things. So knock it off. (laughs) I mean, stop wasting time. Or go ahead, keep wasting it, but stop complaining. Just stop. Likewise, you probably have enough money. If you're listening to this, you probably have enough money to invest in yourself if you really cared if you made it a priority. Now, if you truly are living on the razor's edge financially, then go back to what I just said and maximize your time to address your financial situation. I've said this before, I'm not a huge fan of the hustle culture or what Gary Vee used to talk about, but sometimes you do need to hustle more if you want to get ahead. For the rest of you, I know you're blowing money on stupid crap. I know because I have, and I still sometimes do before I kind of slap myself in the face and remind myself, what are you doing? You don't need that. I know because I just read a surprising local news article that's gone national now that apparently some folks pay a lady almost $2 million a year. That's how much she makes to basically see her in her underwear. Now, do you think that all of her patrons are millionaires with disposable income? BS. (laughs) That's, That's not the case. They are regular people who should probably be spending their money on smarter things. I know that you have enough money, most likely, because I have been really, really poor. I remember being hungry and wishing I could afford to buy food. In the past, I've had some rough times where I had to cut out all the unnecessary stuff just to get by. 
I mean, there was no internet at the time. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, I wasn't paying for internet, but no cable, no VHS player. You know what that is? <laughs> no, no phone service, no long distance calls, going to thrift stores to buy clothing and stuff, you know, not buying stuff new. I mean, even now I pretty much wear the same simple clothing every day. Jeans, black t-shirt, some old boots that I've owned for years. I drive an old pickup truck. I'm talking old, 1987. I don't waste my money on stupid crap trying to impress people. I'm not saying I didn't used to. I've done that. I was in a trap. I got out of it. I invest my money in my family, my health, my retirement, and my business. I carefully manage my expenses so I can have my freedom. So stop wasting your money on the latest fashionable clothing, some fancy car. Don't give me that. Some people tell me, oh, I got to have this car. It's like, no, you don't. Eating out all the time. You know, Netflix, that's a luxury, but if you have it, whatever. But don't do all that if you think you can't afford to invest in yourself. As they say, pay yourself first. Take care of you first. And then if you have extra money, sure, have some fun with it. Another uh, tough love item that you may not want to hear is sometimes you are the problem. And I'm not going to read the quote because it probably changed my rating on Apple Podcasts. So it's online. But I have a quote that uh, comes from Raylan Givens in the show Justified, if you've ever watched that. I, I watched that show. Uh, yeah, go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com if you want to read that quote. I'll put it more nicely. <laughs> if everyone around you is a jerk, then maybe you are the jerk. If every one of your relationships goes south and you always blame the other party, maybe you are the one who's a bad partner. I mean, I can look back now and admit I was a crappy boyfriend at times, often. I'll accept that. I'm sure at the time I didn't. But you have to take some responsibility and be more accountable as you grow up. Research has found that We have blind spots when it comes to evaluating our own personalities. Our perception becomes even more distorted when it involves traits that are very desirable or very undesirable. The neutral stuff we kind of like, yeah, sure, I talk a lot. But the really desirable stuff or undesirable, no, we're not. We're not good objective judges of ourselves. So if you hear yourself often saying one of the following, then you might be the problem. I can't get a fair shake. Everything is stacked against me. All of my bosses have been jerks. All of my coworkers are idiots. It's their fault that it didn't work out. It's always their fault. No one understands me. No one can see how great I am. The fastest way to push away your friends and acquaintances is to be that person who's always whining, grumbling, complaining, blaming everyone else in the world, and generally just being a downer to be around. If everyone else is terrible, and the whole world is always against you, 
you need to take a hard look in the mirror and be honest about the role you are playing. Grow up and accept responsibility for your actions. Step up and realize that accepting that responsibility and the accountability actually makes you more powerful. Another tough love item. You're a little lazy. So statistics tell me that some of you are very lazy. I mean, everything falls into a normal distribution, right? When the population size gets large enough, it falls into a normal distribution. So some people are really, really lazy. Most people are somewhere in the middle. And some people are busting their butts all the time. They work two to three jobs. They study for a college degree at night. They get up early to work out. They're raising a family. And I know that sounds mythical, but sorry, it's, that's BS. It's not mythical. I actually know people who do this. They put me to shame. I'm like, my goodness, <laughs> you are working harder and doing more than anyone I know. Other people are sitting on the couch watching Netflix every night, eating chips, complaining that they aren't getting ahead in life. You know the type. Are you the type? Is that something you do? So before you complain and whine about the state of your career and your life, ask yourself, am I really working that hard to change things? Am I focused on the right things? Am I working as hard as other people who seem to be getting ahead? And I'm just as guilty. I'm not perfect at all. (laughs) Not even close. I mean, I watch Netflix at night with my wife. We watch a show before we go to sleep. I should be spending another hour writing on my book. But at least I'm being honest about it. I don't whine on social media that I just can't seem to get ahead. It's my own fault that my progress is slow. I blame me. If you want a better job, if you want to get into shape like everybody does, if you want a great relationship, and who doesn't, if you generally just want to improve your life, You have to ruthlessly prioritize your time and put in the effort. Another item. Work is still work. It's an unfortunate truth. It's a tough love statement. Work is going to be work. Most of the time, a job is a job and work is work. If you love what you do and it doesn't seem like work, be grateful for your good fortune. But even a dream job is a lot of hard work. I hear people complaining all the time about how hard their work is. That's boring. It's monotonous. Their employer doesn't appreciate them. Their boss doesn't see their great potential. They aren't getting paid enough. Who's getting paid enough? Yeah. Sorry. That sounds like most jobs. I mean, that's reality. Most bosses suck. Most jobs won't fulfill you. I think it's something like 80% of people are kind of checked out at work. They're just doing the work. That's why. So you can either suck it up and accept the situation or do something about it. Stop expecting that the average job is going to be a living dream. It's not. Work is work. So are you going to complain or are you going to take action? If you do want to do something, start with being so damn good at what you do and so well known that you're in demand. So great jobs come looking for you. I've talked about that. Take control and plan your career path instead of just letting it happen. 
When you float from job to job, don't be surprised if they all suck. Intentionally choose your next company, boss, and role. Don't just take what's available. Or if you're so good at what you do and you're fiercely independent, start your own business. I mean, that's that's what I did. I did that. I'm unemployable. I, I don't enjoy working for someone else and I know it. So I was like, I've got to break free. And that's why I did that almost 11 years ago. I mean, I work really hard. I work every day of the week, but it's not like I'm working 12 hours a day. You know, I live a life. I do things like take care of my health and work out, spend time with my family. But working for myself is very different than working for someone else. It doesn't bother me. I don't mind putting in the extra effort and the hours to build my business. I mean, work is work, but when it's for your own business, you don't mind as much. Speaking of being an employee, you are replaceable. (laughs) When you quit a job or you get fired, people stop talking about you within... I don't know, about a week or two. They stop even thinking about you in less than a month. You don't think that's going to happen. But if you've ever been on the other side when someone quit or they got fired, you probably notice that life goes on. I've watched it happen over and over again. People think they're special and irreplaceable. 99% of the time, they're not. People take over your projects. Someone new gets hired. The world moves on. So don't forget this. Don't expect an employer to be loyal to you. It is a transactional relationship, not a family, despite the BS they say. It's not your family. Do your job well, of course, but always keep your eyes open for better opportunities. And... You should never feel guilty about looking out for yourself. I know some people do. But if you don't take care of your career, who will? Your current boss isn't going to go out of their way to help you find a better paying job in a different company. Do you think? You are replaceable. Your team's going to be okay. The company, who who cares? Who cares about the company? The company's going to be just fine. No one is going to save you. This is another tough love item. Too many people wait in hope and put their faith in someone else. They're waiting for the perfect partner who's going to help them get their act together. They're hoping for that perfect job and the perfect boss who's going to see their brilliance and hire them and make them rich. They have no clue how to take responsibility for their future. So they're waiting for someone to come along and save them. Well, you might be waiting forever. And no one cares about your future more than you do. No one. Okay, maybe your mother does. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, but no one else does. So stop being so damn passive and step up. You know what you want in life. So take action and go after it. No one else can do it for you. You are the one who will save yourself. Be your own hero. And I had a quote from John Barth. This goes way back. Everyone is necessarily the hero of his own life story. Another tough love item is like, you'd better learn how to love yourself. Some people just aren't going to like you no matter what you do. You're going to rub them the wrong way and there's nothing you can do about it. And even when people do like you, friendships have limits. People can be great friends, but things can occur that end it. It happens. 
friends come and go. If you want unconditional love that will never fade, there's really only two kinds. Your parents, the love of a parent for a child, it's real, it's unconditional, or it should be, and your dog. No, your cat doesn't count. Hey, I, I, I like dogs, I like cats too, but your cat just pretends to love you. Let's not fool ourselves. Cats love us because we feed them. Every other kind of love has limits. You could do something to alienate a person who loves you and they will be gone, baby, gone. I'm sure you've experienced that. I know I have. Accept this going into relationships and earn their love every day. I talked about that in a recent three-part series I wrote on Medium about 30 lessons from 30 years of marriage. I just celebrated my uh, 30-year anniversary last week. You have to earn that love every day and vice versa. If a relationship does die and the love vanishes, move on. Move on. Just get over it. Someone else will love you again. Take it from an old guy who has experienced it. But you'd better learn how to love yourself and be complete within yourself. You got to be okay on your own. Don't expect someone else to complete you. And then the final tough love lesson, you're going to die. In the end, you're going to die. We all die someday. Unless you're immortal. Are you mortal? If you are, message me. Let me know how you found the secret to immortality. Your death might happen in 50 years. Maybe 20. Depends on how old you are. Could be next year. Hell, could be tomorrow. Stop acting like you're going to live forever. Being aware of your mortality actually makes you more conscious of how you live your days. Putting everything off for the future is a terrible idea for so many reasons. Because there are no guarantees in life. You have no idea what the future holds. That mythical future date when you are finally going to lead the life you want to live may come at a time when you can no longer enjoy it the way you thought you would. Tim Urban, if you've heard of him, captured the reality of this truth so well with his life calendar, and I've linked that in the newsletter, newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. It's wonderful. It maps the typical lifespan uh, of an American. I think he did like 90 years, which is generous. <laughs> and then little blocks, little squares in a calendar grid that's a week of your life. So it's a grid that has these tiny little squares that you can fill in for every week of your life. And when you do that, you realize how little you have left. And he mapped in all kinds of stuff, like how much of it you spend in school and in college and your career working and in retirement and all the things that occur in a lifespan. And he asked a really critical question. It's like, are you making the most of the few remaining weeks in your life? And when you see it, graphically laid out like this and he has a printable version you can print out the calendar and kind of mark in the weeks of your life it makes you really think hard about what you're doing with your life and really look at making the most of it that keeps that keeps everything in perspective and that's that's an important tough love lesson we're all going to die 
make the most of the days that you have. So that's all the tough love I came up with for now. <laughs> Today, I actually ran a few personalized tough love sessions in my community, which I linked in the newsletter as well. And I did it on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram and answered some, some people's questions. Some asked for some just straight up, hey, you know me, give me some tough love. And others said, hey, I'm dealing with a situation. Give me the tough love, the honest response. What should I do? I'll try to do more of those on Tuesdays each week. I'm calling it Tough Love Tuesday. Yeah, clever name, huh? You like that? Hey, I, I know that life isn't easy right now. I mean, life is never easy. It really isn't. But the economy is especially unpredictable. It's weird with the pandemic and everything. And work is always a pain. Work is never fun. Work is work. But complaining won't fix it. The only solution is to claim your personal power, be proactive, and take steps to make it better. What other choice do you have? I'm here to help if you want to reach out. As you may have noticed, this is kind of what I do. So check me out at newsletter.invinciblecareer.com and talk with me. I'm here to listen. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life. <laughs>